You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship. Or a friendship. So I saw a delightful meme. A meme? A meme. A meme? A meme? Go on. I saw a delightful one on the internet, but basically it was this guy saying, hey, I go to the grocery store and I crop dust the aisles to show people that their masks are ineffective. <laughs> so coincidentally, I was uh, at the grocery store yesterday and our local grocery stores will only let one person in per household. Per household. Um, although they didn't enforce that rule because I saw a mother and daughter who both had remarkable turd cutters uh, walking into the grocery store before me together and no one said a word, which was frustrating. Anyway, um, I did a lot of farting, a lot of crop dusting in that grocery store yesterday. So uh, I'm hoping that those masks help. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I uh, actually hung out with uh, uh, a, an extremely close friend. Some would even argue my best friend, my buddy Adam, last night via the Zoom. Uh, but, you know, so we just kind of hung out and chatted for about an hour or so on that. And then because my Internet connection so crappy um we ended up going uh, just doing the phone and chatted for a while but uh, you know he's got two kids and he and his wife are both professors at this university in pennsylvania and uh, you know they're both working teaching from home the kids are both going to school from home um but they've been doing a lot of dungeons and dragons and things yes. and board games that they're playing with the family inside the house but they're not getting a lot of social interaction with friends and family, which I guess is what you wanted to talk about today is Mm -hmm. that, you know, how this is affecting your, your interpersonal relationship with your spouse, partner, significant other, however you want to define it. But how is it also affecting your relationship with your friends? Your social life. Yeah. Which is garbaggio. I mean, my, as a, and I said this on entertain the geeky that as a, uh, as as an an extrovert extrovert who suffers from mania and depression, that this is really, really challenging. In fact, I don't think I could handle incarceration. I could not go to prison because it's this, but worse. And with ass rape. Yeah. I couldn't do it. If I ever, if I ever got convicted and sentenced to prison, I'd have to kill myself. There's no way. You'd have to at least try it out for a minute. No, 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 no. I'm not going to try out, you know, the the shitty chow and the uncomfortable bed and the tiny cell and the potential to be stabbed. Oh, and the guarantee that I'm going to get raped in the ass. Not going. I don't think it's a guarantee. No, it's a guarantee, Chris. Because you've seen a couple of movies. Guarantee. If you've seen it in a movie, it's real. Rape happens regularly to men in prison. Okay. Okay. Are you a big guy, Chris? You big strong man? I'm not a big guy. Big strong man. You think that you a couple of big strong guys who are lifers that want to hold you down and put their penises in your butthole? You think you can stop that, Chris? I think a shank would. Uh, you think a shank would. So you're going into prison day one, eight o'clock. You've got a shank. I'd find one pretty quick. Gotcha. Yeah. So I actually, you know, it's you're getting funny. stuff in the butt, Chris. That's it's, what's happening. It's funny that you bring up prison because yeah. uh, they did a 60 day prison series and they had uh, plants go into a prison. 
is in flowers. No, uh, they <laughs> they would put people in prison. They would purposely uh, have these people try to exploit the prison to find out things that they could improve to make the facility overall more effective. Right. And uh, one of the guys basically went in, decided he was going to be top dog. So he takes over the prison more or less. He gets a shank day one, gets a shank, uh, starts getting drugs and all that stuff. And he's like, he's like, no, I found out so-and-so has drugs. He's like, I want the drugs so I can get the money. He's like, so I do it. I get the money. He's like, then I had this guy disrespect me. He's like, so I told the motherfucker, you want to do this? I'll stab you. I will stab you up. Wow. This Like this guy's, you know. They he did he was so successful in taking the prison over his first time. Had he ever been days. incarcerated before? I think he was a guard somewhere. Oh, so he had he, okay. Well, he was. That's not like we we pulled you know you know freaking John Q. Public no. off the street and we're like, hey, you there, know, Mister Accountant, Mister CPA, we want you. There, to- there were there were other guys that yeah. they just pulled in. That yeah. We're just basically trying to get by. Yeah, yeah, okay. which is exactly how I would be. Is trying to get by and trying to keep my butthole pure. I, I think, uh, I think trying to get by is what gets your butthole made impure. Mm, you think so? Basically, I think, you can't ride the fence. No, oh, no, no, you can't. You have to fight into the ambush, as they say. You have to fight into the ambush, and then uh, you have to assume a position, mm. and that position has to be an authoritarian one. Mm. If not, you won't have anybody's respect. If you have nobody's respect, you are a bitch. Well, out of our dozens of listeners, if anybody out there has ever actually been incarcerated, we would love to hear your story. Right? Yeah, I, I've been arrested once. I didn't even go in a cell. They picked me up. They put me basically in the holding area until my dad could come yeah. get me out. I've been arrested a couple of times. Uh, once I was put in a cell and once I was beaten so savagely that instead of taking me to jail, they put me in the hospital. Oh, yeah. You talked about that yeah. on the show before. Yeah. No, uh, I got arrested for a building code violation. I think we talked about that yeah. on that episode. I was yeah. pissed. <laughs> and my dad shows up. He's like, so there's a drug dealer down the street for sure. Yeah. And they pick you up for a building code violation in another yeah. county. Yep. He's like, you don't even build things because it's not because it's not about what it's not about right and wrong. It's not about safety. It's not about public health and security. It is about revenue. You know, it, what's funny about the pandemic? It's about safety now. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's about safety now. Yeah. Now they're not allowed to pull you over mm-hmm. unless you're doing something that is wildly dangerous. And they're only responding to level one and two is what I was told by mm-hmm. a police officer, mm-hmm. uh, which is like domestic. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that as a citizen of the United States during this coronavirus, unless something is deemed by the authorities to be super, super serious, they're not going to come out? Yep. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Uh, so surprised. I know it's it's super interesting. I'm so stunned. And then I you mean the government doesn't give two shits about you, and you have to take care of yourself, just like in I don't know every other natural disaster that's ever affected this country. Just like real life, yeah. Because yeah. realistically, what? you always have to take care of yourself. Yeah. What's funny though Metal, is cause... you do have the revenue generation going yep. on around you. Yep. And here, if somebody's going 10 miles per hour over the speed limit, is that the end of the world? Probably not. No. Uh, is it is it good to sometimes pull those people over sure yeah is it okay to set up a speed trap and have five cops sitting on an overpass right no that is a gross misuse of public funds yep um nobody's doing their job there all you're trying to do is write tickets and make money yeah no because because that's what they want it's not it's not about what's right it is about revenue that's it so yeah that's fucked um I sold another, I, I've sold like three cops cars recently. Yeah. Uh, another one is he does, uh, 
I'm not going to say his name or anything. Super cool dude. Um, he does, he basically is a patrol officer that makes sure that weighted vehicles are doing what they're supposed to do. So he'll weigh giant trucks, dump trucks, that sort of thing, because they'll destroy the roads. They can be a nuisance to public safety. Well, and, and again, and I don't want to, you know, this is just going to be fictional criminalization, but they are also used in smuggling. They're checking the weight of that truck to make sure that it is not overweight in terms of what are you carrying that you're not supposed to be carrying. So overweight will generally mean they overload these trucks with something legal. Oh, but, but it's bad for the roads. It's so bad, they're it's bad they're for cheating. the roads, or or uh, not just not just bad for the roads, but um, they can't break appropriately hmm. because these these vehicles are not made to carry the weight that they're carrying. Right, they're super they're they're super calibrated to a specific parameter. Exactly. Mm. So you could go to hit your brakes and they don't work the same way and you take somebody out in front of you right because you've got an extra pallet of dildos on there yeah. that you shouldn't have but or you've got 40 extra frozen pizza cases right i don't know but huh. yeah fascinating so um he's like they have me working from home i'm like if anybody should be working right now on the streets it should be you and he's like i know He's like, I know. So do you think, I mean, I, I am of the opinion because, you know, people, people just are, I mean, but somebody's got to be breaking the rules now, right? Somebody has to be looking at the situation and saying, I am in a position where I can take advantage of this crisis because laws are not being enforced. I have in my car several times. Oh, wow. Uh, I want to drive fast because it's fun to drive my it's car smiles fast. Right gallon, baby. Yeah, so it's about smiles. I'll get in there and fucking roast it or <laughs> see how fast I can get up to sixty. Yeah, uh, we went to an abandoned mall. Tara and I did to yeah. cruise around, and I was doing a hundred in the parking lot. Kick ass. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. It was scary. Actually. You're moist. It, it was nighttime. I, I, actually, my panties are around my ankles right now. It, no, it was, <laughs> it was like ten o'clock at night. And uh, I'm like, we're driving around. I'm like, is it all right if I get after it a little bit? And she's like, oh, yeah. So I'm like, what? My car is zero to 60. And her, and her sopping panties are just hanging from the passenger side right. mirror, <laughs> flopping, oh, like, dude, it, flopping like Walt's tidy whities well, I, I, I was at like 90 or 100 in the parking lot. Yeah. And we get ready to hit a turn, hit turn fine. No issues. Yeah. Um, like I appropriately downshifted and braked and all that fun yeah. stuff. But she was like, that's fun. Can I try it? And I was like, mm, mm, probably not. Yeah. I would not be comfortable with that. Not, I mean, I'd be more comfortable with Tara driving than me driving. Yeah. I wasn't so comfortable before you start with somebody sending else bullshit, driving. sexist hate mail about how women expire at 19. Don't you fuck right off. <laughs> I mean, uh, that part's true, but she's still, I'm sure a better driver than I am. I, it was just one like, she is having some vision issues right now. So I'm like, Oh, why are you driving this thing fast? And this car, it, it it's got a lot of power for it's rated at 485 horsepower so that's a fucking ton man that's mm -hmm. like it gets scary sometimes so yeah i was like mm, I, please don't go fast you're scaring the shit out of me so are you obviously you know today's topic is socializing with yeah. friends yeah. Or, or even family you know you're you're not supposed to be going to church you're not supposed to be organizing in large groups beyond you know 10 or what six or what i don't forget what the i forget what the authorities say now but um, and I'm not saying that you should fly into the face of that, but for me, I need social interaction. I need face-to-face -face interaction for, for my sanity. And so you and I have been getting together every week to record the show. We're both pretty 
open and aware with whom we're communicating and who we're seeing face to face. We're comfortable seeing each other. But you know, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, they're stuck in their house and yeah. they're unwilling to see other people, even friends and family. For me, that's not viable. Uh, one, for my own mental health, and it sounds selfish. I get it. But I promise I'm being as careful as I can, but, but also I, I don't have, I don't have the technological capacity in my lower middle-class neighborhood. My internet sucks. Um, even though I, I've, I've put forth a lot of effort myself and with friends to resolve the issues that I have, I think it's an exterior line issue, mm -hmm. um, and getting them to come out and take a look at it is going to be challenging, but I, I, I need interaction. Yeah. And, you know, talking to friends on the phone, that's nice. It's well, helpful. Your, your livelihood yeah. depends on that. Too. Well, yeah, I actually, I, I'm pursuing some other avenues to start getting some stuff off the ground for the influence foundation. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I, it, I need communication. And for me as a human being, I, I, I need face to face communication. I just, I just, I need it. I have a, a buddy of mine. He is, um, He's got three friends that he'll hang out with. Mm -hmm. Those three friends will only hang out with each other. Right. He's like, so smart. He's like, we're doing the quarantine thing. Yeah. He's like, we don't hang out with other people. We just hang out with each other. He's right. like, so if we're going to get together with somebody, it's just going to be the three of us. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a sensible way of going. Cause he's a young dude. He's mm -hmm. 25 or something like that. Right. So like, that's probably the best way that he can do it. Right. Uh, I've got neighbors that are in their, you know, younger they're in their lower 20s i guess i'm trying to think of the best way to word that they're kids still yeah and they're fucking they're like dude i don't gotta work or anything let's get together yeah and i'm like you guys are fucking crazy no they they are but they're also young i suspect relatively healthy mm -hmm. and at far less risk than i am as a middle-aged person or that my in-laws are as retirees but I've got a list of about, honestly, probably a dozen people. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if I really broke it down, I mean, between you, a couple other friends, in-laws, um, and my and my weed dealer, those are pretty much the only people that I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I said that, and I don't care. I mean, my weed dealer. You've, you've been pretty open about yeah, that on the show anyway. My weed dealer. Yeah, but uh, that's one problem that I have is that, you know, I, I want, I've been craving alcohol a lot lately because of just being a shut-in. Boredom. Yeah, shut yeah. boredom. But I'm smoking so much weed, it's it's probably not healthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sober now. I'm totally out of marijuana, and my guy is out of town doing some stuff, so it'll be be several days before I am, uh, I'm back in. But my point is this. You can go to Illinois. I, I could, but it's so expensive. Spendy. Yeah. spendy. Too spendy. Yeah, too spendy. Well, I mean, why would you why would you go at that point if you've got a guy? Um, because if you'd I, have to be desperate. Because you have to vet, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm not getting stuff from a drug cartel in Mexico. So you have to be discerning, right? You can't I mean, if you're going to get product on the black market, you have to do some homework about where that product's coming from. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can't get high knowing that some child was raped because I got, you know, because I wanted to get high. Because you got some weed. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't live with that. Yeah, no, that's that's awful. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the real reason for legalization and going to Illinois is quality assurance and basically industry control, knowing where you're basically sourcing your uh, sourcing your drug. You okay. know, that's the hard part. Okay. You know. Yeah, I, I've got to say, like, 
I've I've wanted to have a drink a few times, oh, just God, on just on a boredom. Right oh. uh, but like it, so Tara got a bottle of wine. She was mm. putting a puzzle together last mm-hmm. night, and I'm like, yeah. I, I said to her two nights before that, I'm like, it's supposed to be a pink full moon tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it'd be cool to like sit out on the back porch and have a glass of wine together and do this. But I'm not drinking, mm. so what now, do we do? do? You- do you see a point where, like, like at this point, I think that I could drink socially. Like, if we went to a bar, I could have a couple beers. And I think I'm at the point where as long as I don't have it in the house, mm-hmm. that I could, I could have a drink or two and be okay. So, I don't think I was, like, on the verge of full-blown alcoholism or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I would come home and have a couple of beers sure. most nights. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, and I drank every day, and, for sure. I would go out with friends once every few months and just get shit face drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't all the time, but yeah, yeah, I would go social drink. And if I was social drinking, I would social drink hard. Yeah. Um, that's one of those things that like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I don't want to go get totally obliterated. I don't want to become dependent upon it. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm driving home from work and all I'm thinking about is cracking open that beer and sitting down in front of the TV. That's not healthy. Well, I... I because I've said I'm going to do the year sober. Yeah. Um, and then I like a month or two into it, I was like, man, I might I just might not drink again. Oh, wow. Uh, because it's not I don't I don't fucking need it. Like at first it's hard socially. Yeah. Uh, because your friends are like, let's go get a drink. I went out with friends who were drinking and I got a fucking soda and some hot wings. Yeah. and I was happy as a lark. I went to a brothel and drank water. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A source with the Influence Foundation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A source with the Influence Foundation, I understand, went to a brothel and drank water. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sources inside the foundation. <laughs> but um, really, at this point, there's only a handful of sources inside the foundation. Yeah, like two. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with uh, maybe six. I'm just being malicious. Yeah, maybe maybe six. Not even. Not even. Enough to count on two hands. Yeah, no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. Uh, so, that, like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a beer sometimes. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a drink. Um, I don't, like, my big thing is, like, I'll come home most nights and have a drink if that's the case. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, again, it's just, it's more boredom than anything. And I don't want to get to the point where I'm just passing the time drinking again. Yeah. Uh, because all of a sudden, oh, the past year, like, I haven't done that much cool shit and mm. I've I just would go home and have a few beers. Right. Well, and when I'm drinking, I'm not productive. Right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You'll yeah. sit down and fucking watch TV and just yeah. badge. I'm not productive. And and that's that's challenging enough. And my wife and I have very different personalities. And she's got a very good work ethic, but she's the kind of she's the kind of person who when she's done working, she's done working. And I've always been the kind of person until working for miniature market where I really, really threw myself into the job and I worked a lot in too many hours. Um, my concern is, is that if I'm still drinking, then I'm, I'm even less productive because I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have a beer and do this thing. And then I'm like, I don't feel like doing this thing. I'm going to have another beer and I'm going to watch TV or, or, or whatever. I don't do that with marijuana. Which is ironic because, you know, marijuana has the, the stigma, stigma yeah. yeah, the stigma of making you a slacker and I'll get high, but I'll still be very creative, very productive. There are certain things that I avoid doing when I'm high, uh, like making important decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that high. But I don't know. I just, you know, my, I just, I, I miss well, you like my, weed better anyway. I, I do. I do prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, 
I'm totally happy being completely sober. Yeah, like, I'm not. Caffeine is the like vice, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I hadn't vaped in like a week or two hmm. until you came over last week. Oh, you're sweet. Uh, wasn't wasn't that big of a deal. And then like last night, I was uh, I forget what I was doing. I was just kind of chilling. Oh, I was painting miniatures, mm-hmm. and uh, I was painting, and I was like, man, I'm gonna have a vape while I do this. Yeah. So I went and got a refill for my vapey thingy, and I was like, okay, I'll do this a little bit. Right Had on. a few puffs of that, and then chilled and watched some YouTube videos. <laughs> but I think more than anything, um, my phone is debilitating. My phone or being like, oh, I'm going to watch this show. So right. that's what I'm trying to avoid now. So are you are you reaching out to friends? Are you checking in with Facebook? Are you texting? So <clears throat> minimally. Yeah, I, I need to do a better job of that. I have not been as communicative in this scenario as I should be for sure. I've got I've got a few friends that I'll talk to, uh, even like my closest, like Cody. I don't Cody and I work together. Uh, mm-hmm. We're on opposing shifts right now. We've talked a little bit. I bullshitted with him for about 20 minutes on the phone last night. I'm not really talking to friends much. I'm coming yeah. home and trying to do uh, like shit around the house yeah. or family time or whatever. Yeah. And um, I'm like I said, more than anything, my phone's been debilitating. So I'm learning to put that down. Right. And uh, not fuck around with that so much. And doing projects with the kids, mm-hmm. like we did a craft project, you know, stuff like that. So, so Cody's not coming over. Roger's not. But you guys are still doing. You and Jason and Roger are still yeah, we'll, meeting once we'll a week. We'll record for... our show. Jason doesn't always do it. Gotcha. Um, but Roger and I are recording the show regularly. Jason has been coming on it mm-hmm. as a regular guest, basically. Uh, but he's not been on every week. We had you on. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. Nothing too crazy there. Uh, this week, I don't know how that one's going to shape out. It might just be me and Roger. I, mm-hmm. We haven't really talked to Jason about it. But I'm, I my goal for that is to get like 50 episodes pumped out this year. And we can't do that recording, you know, once a week. Right. Uh, I know there's 52 weeks in a year, but we've skipped weeks and stuff like that. Right. So I'm like, I'll probably do some extras. Yeah. And then with Who Wears the Pants, I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if we were able to get to 100 this year. Because yeah. we just hit 50. Nice. Yeah. Our last episode was number 50. You mean for us? For yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it'd be cool if we could get to 100 this year. That would be very cool. Like, that would be neat. It would be neat. So you know, the hit, the hit that century mark. Well, so uh, the, the thing that I'm most concerned about, and this is going to sound so petty, but the thing I'm most concerned about for my own, my own, uh, just my own gratification and my own interest in the gaming hobby, you know, role playing games, board games, et cetera, but specifically role playing games. My big worry is because people can't meet socially like they used to, um, in, in some people are going to be in my situation where either A, they don't have great internet, reliable internet connection, mm-hmm. or B, they don't like not face-to-face gaming. I'm so concerned about the about the campaign casualties, the number of role-playing games and stories that are going to get killed by COVID. Or they'll get stuck, like, not stuck, but uh, it'll change and mm-hmm. people just do it online now. Well, and there are plenty of people who that's that's the this is the norm for them anyway, because they live in an isolated small town yeah. or they live in an area where gaming's not a big deal. Or or, their game group is somebody that they went to college with. Yeah. And yeah. those guys live those guys live in Washington. Other sides of the country. I live. Yeah. yeah I, I live in Ohio. And now I want to game with my buddies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's always been the case. But for me and for a lot of people of my age group and ilk. Face-to-face gaming is what they want, yeah. and fuck, oh, this has been hard. No, I, I 
personally would prefer to face-to-face game. I've not done any online mm-hmm. gaming uh, with the exception of like a video game. Right. Um, I don't have the desire to really. Uh, I also like being a collector. Right. This is stupid. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Cause how so? Cause you're like, oh, I, I want to go to the store and just get some shit. Oh god. I just want to get some shit. Yeah. And you can't. Yeah. You can order it online. Not the same. Not the same. I want to go to the store. I want to put things in my hands. Yeah. I want to hold them. I want to make an impulse buy. Yeah. Like that's exciting. I want to shop. So I'll go yeah. to fucking wall trash and just buy stupid stuff that I don't fucking need now. Right. And I'm like, oh. And I'm that's not healthy because you're exposing yourself to. Yeah, right. Yeah, Everybody. I'm, I'm like, I don't want, I don't need four extra fl- flashlights right now. No. Like I already had six. Yeah. What do I need four more flashlights for? Now I have 10 flashlights. Like, yeah, well, you probably should get three more. So you have a baker's dozen flashlights. Yeah. 13. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 13 is the right number. Well, no, I, right I went, I bought head flashlights. What the fuck am I going to use head flashlights for? Uh, bought, when you're walking the dog at night, when you're riding your bicycle at night. seven of them. Well, there's only four people in your household, Chris. There's four people, and then I bought uh, three that clip onto the bills of hats. Completely stupid. Impulse yeah, buy. That's a bad. That's I'm like, bad. I'm like, that's a dollar. Yeah. That's a dollar. I can get that. Oh, it's only a dollar. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's a dollar. Well, it's just stupid. It's four quarters. It's stupid. It's and four then, quarters. Uh, now, me personally, I would rather go to the east side and have a woman put her tutu in my face for four quarters. But I can't do that right now. No, you can't. Yeah, which is lame. But yeah, I've not been the best friend. Now, I've had a few friends reach out to me and they're uh, like, I've got a friend in France and he's like, hey, will you um, proofread this role playing game? I'm trying to convert it to English. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah, I'll actually send you a copy. Too. Uh, what do, can, can you talk about it? Or is yeah, there yeah, any... yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a game that's already published. Oh, OK. Uh, he just wanted to translate it to English. Um, give me a second here and let me see if I can track this shit down. Uh, but yeah, he's like, dude. We you do that? And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I was like, I'm probably going to have a couple other people look at it because I'm sure I'll overlook something. Uh, and he's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, neuromancy? Neuromancy? Neuromancy. I, I think it might. he might have been trying to say necromancy. Mm. Uh, hang like on. my t-shirt? I'm trying to pull it up now. Yeah, like your t-shirt. I actually was admiring that. I have a few different Miskatonic University department t-shirts. Uh, come on. Download. Download. You're riveting podcasting right Yeah, sorry, here. sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> That's all right. You can edit that shit right out. I can. And this is one of those things that'll get edited get right dump. out. No, uh, so I, I was stoked about that. I just want to find out the name so I can really? tell you what it is. Um, drive. Just yeah. Once. I'll be interested too. I'm curious how, I wonder how certain, because like, uh, here, this I mean, is, some products. This is it. Oh, narromancy, N-A-R-R-A, like narration. Yeah. Okay, like storytelling. Yes. That's cool. Uh, Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's Unknown Armies. Yes. Oh, that's metal as fuck. Is that a good game? It's terrifying. I've never played it. It's it's a terrifying game. Uh, So he's like, yeah, will you proofread this? Because he just translated it to English. Wow. And I was like, yeah, dude. He's like, it's only like three pages. It's not anything too crazy right. i was like well give me a little bit uh so yeah i was like and i'll have a couple other people look at oh, it i'd love to okay cool because it's role-playing related and that's it my, is that is super my role-playing idea. related uh but yeah i mean fuck dude nothing nothing for me like i've been like oh i'll just chill at home do this shit um 
I'll take the kids out to do stuff. Like, yeah. uh, we went fishing three or four days last week. Um, and they, 10 minutes into it, they're fucking bored. Oh yeah. And I'm like, those are kids. They, they yeah. are, but I'm like, and, oh, and I, one important factor that I, I forgot to mention, fishing fucking sucks. I love fishing. It's fucking boring. I, no see, wonder I your kids, your kids are smart and that's why they were bored. Well, so why you're thinking fishing is boring is this, the fishing that you've done is you go, you cast something in the water, you wait. You wait, you wait, you wait. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the only way to fish. You're right. The fun fishing I did was deep sea fishing where I was on a boat and I had an enormous rod and I sat on the boat and we just and try to catch stuff off the back of the boat. Yeah. It was great. Um, so you can bass fish and you're constantly casting, constantly reeling in. Hmm. You're trying to make the bait so you're move. active. You're active. You're yeah. trying to make the bait move different ways. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's fun. Yeah, because like, I, I can I can go anywhere and sit and drink alone without my wife being around. Not even drinking. That's the thing. So I'm just out there kind of casting. And I'm telling the boys, I'm like, hey, you're bored because you're trying to use this bobber. Because they were like, can we use bobbers? I'm like, you don't need to. Hmm. Uh, I'm like, you're bored because you're just trying to wait for something. I'm like, if you're doing it like this, you'll have more fun. So we we all went one evening. And the place that we're fishing is hysterical. I'll tell you about that. Um, but... We all go, we're all playing. Tara's got the dogs. She's like, I'm going to take the dogs for a walk. Um, I called her because I didn't see her for a minute. I was like, hey, where are you at? And she's like, oh, I'm on my way back. I don't see you guys because it was getting dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, as she was on the phone with me, I'm like, shit, shit. Because um, I was still reeling. Right. And I fucking, I hooked one. Nice. And uh, we were fishing in a spillway at the Mills Mall. Oh wow! Okay, I think uh, I know. I think I know the, the vicinity. Yeah, that yeah, go like halfway around the mall. Yeah, there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So fishing in that now, there's a bunch of signs posted that say no fishing, and there's cops in there all the time, but they're not doing anything about that right now. And in Missouri, you don't need a fishing license right now, which you shouldn't need anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree with fishing license, but. Well, I mean, I think that if you if you want to exercise any liberty in this country, that the government should have absolute authority over that liberty. And in fact, they should charge you a fee. Yeah. They should charge you a fee and require that you be licensed and approved for, to exercise your liberties. For the public lands that yeah. we own. Yeah. To be able mean, to go on, there. Chris, that's totally unreasonable, I get, of I course. Get, of, I can see it with commercial fishing. Like, uh, oh, you're going to be pulling hundreds or thousands of fish out of this body of water. Right. Okay. That should be regulated. Mm-hmm. For... A Tom, Dick, and Harry that's just going out to fucking cast a line out there? Fuck off. Chris, that is an opportunity for you to provide funds to your glorious state. I give them personal property I'm, tax I for am, things that I I've already a, given them I, money for. I am offended that you would not be willing to give more of your hard-earned, com- hard-earned income to bloviating douchers that live hundreds of miles away from you right? that have no understanding about your life. Yeah, Ridiculous. No, it's, it's you're, absolutely you're, you're a fucking monster, Chris. Well, you know what's so funny? So <laughs> I've been complaining about this for years. Oh, sorry, baby. I think personal property tax is fucking criminal. Um, you pay sales tax. Mm-hmm. You paid your taxes on All it. Right. Done. That should be it. And they're like, well, no, you got to pay to keep owning it now. What? Yeah, so you can license it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I have to pay you to license it, and I have to pay you because I already own this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. For the privilege of owning it. No, fuck off. The but wait, pri- we're, that's like, there are only a few states that yeah. do that. Yeah. Now, we have lower taxes in some states on like sales tax and stuff, but that's mm-hmm. that's irrelevant. Right. It's all, I mean, again, there some, some states are certainly better than others. And that's one of the glorious things about being an American is that if you do not like that, then fucking move. If you're really that dissatisfied with what your state is doing on a certain thing, then you should find another state. No, vote. 
Yeah, do your due diligence. Well, that's another that's another that's another whole different conversation. But this show is getting getting from talking about hanging out with your buddies and trying to salvage your role playing games to talking about politics. Now, I'll do either. I just don't know if our listeners want to hear that. Well, okay, okay, uh, listeners, we've got a little bit of a global audience here, a few mm-hmm. people in a few different countries, and, different oh, yeah. states. Um, does your state have personal yeah. property tax? Or if you're in another country, because other countries aren't quite divided up like we are. Right. We're like a bunch of countries crammed into one area. Right. We are basically Europe mm-hmm. with uh, without a European Union. But better. Right. Yeah. yeah we're but, Europe, but better. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're the United States of Europe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so. Like, and Canada is America, but better. Really? I believe that. Do you really? I well, you know, with their strict laws and like, I, you know, you're right. Healthcare. I spoke to I spoke to you early. There's a lot about Canada that I really like. There's a lot to romanticize about yeah. anywhere that you're not. The grass is no, is the grass no, always greener see, on the other side. This is what I hate about other people is being rational and logical. I hate that. Stop it. Well, okay. So here, uh we'll talk about having a conversation. So <laughs> I uh my dad kept trying to Facebook chat me. Oh, like video chat during 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 yeah. quarantine. Yeah, which uh, well, is, he lives far away anyway because oh, yeah. he lives in Texas. Right. So, um, I'm like trying to, you know, we keep missing each other. Mm-hmm. He'd call me, I'd miss him, I'd video call him. How's your stepmother? A great, apparently. Okay. Um, she's putting up with him. So we she's putting out for him. There you go. They do have a baby. Uh, so we go through this whole thing. That and baby's gonna come out so Asian. And baby's not already Caucasian. here. What? Yeah, baby got here. Like, super premium and stuff. That oh, I didn't know that. A million dollar baby, literally. Uh, medical bills, over a million. Uh, yeah, crazy shit. Wow. Um, Good job, Dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing he could do Does it look it. like him at all? Well, I mean, it's a half white, half Filipino baby. Okay, so it is half white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was the other man's baby. What other man? I, just, you know. Some other guy. Yeah, some other guy in the Philippines who well, was, no, I uh, was I, supporting her before your father <laughs> purchased. I mean, before your father moved her over here to the United States. Um, That's all I was asking. But uh, no, so we're, we're video chatting and I call him with the kids because it's Easter. He wants to see the kids and all of that. Of course. Yeah, he doesn't want to see you. He wants to see his grandkids. Within two minutes of being on this video chat with him, he's like, yeah, I told your sister the Easter bunny's not real today. My kids are still sitting there. And a brute. I'm like, are you retarded? Yeah. And he's like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Because the Easter Bunny is real, motherfucker. So we're laughing at each other at that point, and he's like, fuck. And I'm like, yeah, fuck. This is why you don't raise my kids. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it it, it 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 was just a whole thing. So we bullshit for a little bit, and then he's like, your kids have to get on and play video games with uh with your new sister. And I'm like, oh, okay. How old is his the new sister? So uh, his wife came with a kid from a previous relationship, hmm. and that one, he's like, "This is your sister." And I'm like, okay. "Was it a, was it a two for? Did you buy two for one? Is that like how that works? Is it like buy one get so, one free?" I don't. I, mean, I don't think like, it was. I, th- I don't think it was like an outright purchase. Okay, it certainly um, wasn't a bogo. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a bogo. No. Uh, yeah. So she had a kid. She came over to the states with her kid. Now they have another kid. So there's. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah, four of them. Right, four of them. Similar situation to mine, but he has two girls and a wife, and I have mm. two boys and a wife. But mm. I found mine stateside. Uh, mm. So yeah, weird. Um, but it, that was an interesting conversation to have to tell your dad to fuck off within two minutes of a video call was different. Uh, 
Uh, well, let's just, you know, let's just, you know, let's have dad on the show and we'll just break down all of the childhood oh, dude, he mythologies. Would, he would get so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he he would be fucking raging. <laughs> Why? Anytime we poke fun at uh, getting a, for lack of a better way to put it, a mail order bride. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, he gets pissed. And really? He, yeah. Not a mail order bride. We were talking for two years. Uh, sure, you were negotiating a prime and you were talking. <laughs> well, it wasn't like you pay me $13,000 and I come there because when you right. get like a lot of Ru- Russian mail order brides, you might not ever talk to them. Mm-hmm. You pay a sum of money, they come over and marry you. Right. Um, this one, he talked with this lady for a while, like they had some kind of existing relationship, I guess. Mm-hmm. He went over there and visited a few times uh, and then they started the process of getting her over here. What's the what's the mail order bride industry? I mean, this has got to be suffering right now. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. You can't you can't transport them. Yeah, you can't buy one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's so, outrageous. Well, I I've so my buddy that's got his three friends mm-hmm. that he hangs out with, he's like, "Yeah, I've been talking to this girl." He's like, "And we haven't like hung out ever." Right. I'm like, "So, how does that work?" And he's like, well, he's like, we're really looking forward to seeing each other. He's like, but we've had to take the time to know each other, I, I guess. I would absolutely risk getting COVID to get laid. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, isn't it normal to be like, hey, we should get together and, you know, hang out and yeah. do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I would understand if that, you know, some if I would understand that if not a single woman on Earth would risk exposure to COVID to have sex with me. Yeah, I get it. But, you but there's would. almost there's almost no woman that I wouldn't risk having getting COVID to have sex with. <laughs> um it, it, okay, so with, with COVID and sex, uh, there's, you know, the joke running around that this is like after wartime, basically. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just at home banging it out. Right. They're is, just, just going to have COVID babies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, <laughs> we probably will see a spike in pregnancy. That's what they say. Um, okay, cool. That's great. How is how is it affecting your sex life? Are you guys doing it more? Um, no, we're not doing it anymore. We're not doing it any less. It, um, it stayed but, the same for you. But guys. even after, I mean, hell, it'll be twenty eight years in June that we've been together. So for for two people that have you know only been sleeping with each other for twenty eight years, I think that uh, well, okay, <laughs> there was that one guy, but <laughs> but basically, what guy were you fucking? No, <laughs> not me. Um, but my point is, is that, you know, we still have a very healthy sex life and we still have, you know, sex, you know, four or five times a week. So, I mean, you, I got, I got banged were, this morning. You were shattering a bunch of people's like fucking expectation of marriage right now. Really? Like, oh yeah. Cause there's that whole, oh, once you get married, you stop getting laid. No, no. Once you have kids, you stop getting laid. You know what's funny? So we, uh. Once that pussy gets wrecked. So we, <laughs> we've been like. We would have really regular, like a lot of sex for mm-hmm. spurts mm-hmm. and then it'll slow down for a while. And we just came off of like a dry spell because like mm-hmm. I got sick, she got sick, um, not COVID, but I mean, it could have been, we didn't get yeah. tested for it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't know. Uh, some, I got named with a random upper respiratory virus and mm-hmm. everybody in the household had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could have been it. You know what I mean? Sure. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, and we'll never know because we don't have enough tests. Yeah. <laughs> That was a conversation off air yeah. that you guys missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, unless you have a certain number of this long litany of symptoms, you don't get a test. Which is fucking So you ridiculous. probably have it, but we're not going to bother testing you. Yeah. Insane. Right. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. And, but I totally believe the statistics they put out. I totally buy it. Yeah. No, I'm, I am hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> um, but, like, we started doing it a bunch recently Good. and i'm like oh yeah this is neat like yeah. this is funny <laughs> yeah right yeah uh well no we uh the other night we were going at it and like we do it once 
everybody gets their jollies off and is happy. And she's like, we should do it again. And I'm like, I fell down already. Like, we're going to have to wait a couple of minutes so yeah, that I can it, yeah. achieve. Yeah, it's called a refractory period, yeah. woman. Uh, my refractory period was cut down way low. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm just going to play with myself then. Oh, done. I'm and, in. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm in. You've, you've, that's the golden ticket right there. Yeah, that's so, the stuff. So then I'm like, let's go. That's the stuff that you pay hookers to do. So, it, you know it returns yeah magically through some vagina voodoo yeah and <laughs> vagina voodoo it, it's like let's go chris yeah. you can do this <laughs> so you know you've the, got it big buddy the, yeah the powers that be <laughs> the powers that be allowed me to regain erection because that's what my that's what my penis calls me is big buddy does it yeah it's like come you, on big buddy you call it little buddy little buddy I yeah I'm just like you sad fella that's what I call mine Aww. you sad fella <laughs> you droopy light switch you <laughs> <laughs> if only you could flick on no <laughs> <laughs> boop <laughs> now you know what I, I should probably I probably we probably three to four times a week I think four to five is an exaggeration I mean there are five times a week weeks but yeah three to four is probably more realistic I mean that's good that's very healthy yeah. though yeah. that's gotta blow those loads well that's part of the reason why your relationship's still together right got uh, to blow those loads well, you have to have regular sex yeah. it's important um so like you know we're we're coming off a fucking big dry spell where we were doing it like once a week or once every two weeks or mm -hmm. something that sucked i can't i mean we're if we're doing it once a week there obviously there's something wrong and you don't want to be with me anymore just say it <laughs> just admit well she was getting mad at me <laughs> and i'm like you're sick i'm tired you get your teeth ripped yeah. out like and you don't want to do it right or you know whatever like i'm you know i understand right uh it was just a shitty go for a second mm -hmm. there but then yeah you know, i'm back back in the sack and it's great so exciting good, stuff good on <laughs> you man i'm very very happy i hope everybody out there's getting laid everybody should be yeah. like if you live with somebody you might as well yeah uh consensually right it, or don't be some fucking creepo sure uh or pedophile or yeah no i'm stupid. very creepy with my wife though Are she you? hates it yeah i mean just to kind of dick around i do all sorts of oh stuff no i do that too like if she's in the shower <laughs> walking i'm like hey what's up girl and she's like you can't just walk in you scared me yeah <laughs> you put your hand in the shower i'm like i'm gonna help you with that oh no i'll totally yeah. do that or i'll stick my head in like no. she won't know i've entered the bathroom <laughs> and i'll poke my head and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> And she's like, oh, oh. And, you know, she's got like a bar of soap and a razor in her hand. She's like, I was trying to shave my legs. I'm bleeding everywhere now. Awesome. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. So I, uh, I mean, today's, what is today? The, the 14th? 14th. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how much longer this is going to be. I know there are some places that are talking about being open by the end of the month. I just don't know how long we can do this. But I, uh, I went to the fantasy shop in St. Charles yesterday and it was wonderful to hang out and talk to Aubrey and Alex. They're very strict about, look, only 10 people can be in the shop at the time and we want to make sure people are maintaining social distances. And yeah, I mean, they were really great about it, but I was the only customer in there for the entire time that I was there. Um, but it was nice to go out and see other people. Um, I just want to be able to hang out with my friends again and go to a restaurant and just sit down and bullshit. No, man. a restaurant really, sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. Well, no, we, uh, it's so at work, like okay i'm in the car business mm -hmm. technically it's considered essential um i beg to differ with certain things on that that's neither here nor there um we're running a skeleton crew all the time half the staff is on a week half the staff is off a week and uh 
we alternate. There's supposed to be no cross-pollination between the two. That way, if you know part of the staff gets sick, that entire part of the staff is isolated. The right. building gets sanitized. Yeah. We can work. Makes sense. Um, yeah. And then things are being sanitized every hour at my work. Uh, anytime. We'll sanitize you. Yeah. Every time we have a customer in, we have to sanitize our workstation after they leave. You know, basic stuff. Um, they're making hand sanitizer there now hmm. with rubbing alcohol and aloe. Uh, fucking wow. crazy shit. Yeah, but um, that is like it, it. It sucks a little bit. Okay, so your your homework then you need to see Cody. Yeah, you and Cody need to hang out and just. Well, he's, he's going to Mississippi on his off week. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I? Yeah, to hang out with his family because his family lives there. So he's just going out there. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna just go fish for the week. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I've got a buddy who. Um, is very religious and his family is religious and they have family dinner every Monday night. And it's my understanding that they still have family dinner every Monday night. You know, they, they, he still gets together and sees his family. And, uh, I've got a couple of buddies who are actually, I'm not going to name names cause I don't want them to get, you know, excoriated in social media, but they're coming over this weekend to play a board game with us. You know, we've been planning on playing this uh, this legacy style board game called Gloomhaven, which is oh. we've been talking about playing it for a while. I finally got a copy. See, they have Frosthaven now. I did the yeah. Kickstarter for it. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't played a single game of Gloomhaven yet. It's number one rated game on Board Game Geek. At least it was, yeah, for, for a long year, time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't checked in the last couple of weeks, but I assume it's still on there um, as the number one. But we're finally going to get together and play it. And we, but we had a long conversation because I have a friend who works with the public at an essential job, and he's concerned about getting us sick. And I told him, I said, hey. If you guys come over and we have the shittiest game of Gloomhaven ever and I get COVID virus and I die, you know what? Hanging out with you guys, eh, it might be worth it. Yeah. It might be. Now, if I got you sick, I'd feel terrible. But if we are all of the opinion that the groups that we're seeing are vetted and that we are comfortable getting together, then yeah, let's do it. Well, what sucks about being in the essential jobs mm-hmm. is, uh, and, and I fucking hate that terminology, um, it's like, do you remember the last election where the term uneducated white male kept getting thrown around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically that. <laughs> I fucking, it, it, yeah. it's one of those things where I just, it I am an uneducated white male. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm more name. Wait, wait, no, hold on a second. I'm an uneducated white male that didn't vote for Trump. Huh? Monstrous. I know. Right. Um, no, it's, it's asinine, but, uh, I hate the terminology. Anywho, um, the people that will come in right now are like a lot of them I can't stand. Yeah. Cause I've heard somebody say, you know, if we get sick, we get sick. I'm like, okay, asshole. Like if you get sick and you're tracking it in here, there's potentially somebody whose family here gets sick. Like you're, sure. you're yeah, the you problem. get sick, you lock down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think we should all feel that way. But I also think that we should be in a situation where it is the people who are symptomatic and at risk that are tested and isolated and not the healthy. Oh, absolutely. But you know, I'm but not a doctor. We have to, we do have to have the mindset. I think of, uh, it's not just about me. And the thing that I run into is everybody's like, well, if I get sick, I get sick. And I had another customer say that yesterday. I'm like, you're a dick. Yeah. Uh, because I've got kids. What if one of my kids got sick and died? Yeah. Because of you. Like, I'd feel horrible. That's fucked. Yeah. Um, and that person, you know, you're a dick Actually, you know what mindset. I would do? I would, I would condemn your inferior genetics. Yeah. I would say that if your children were not weak, they wouldn't have gotten sick and died. No, that's a fair point. It's <laughs> a very fair point. Now, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For those of you listening, I'm kidding. That was a joke. Off color, yes, but a joke. Oh, dude, 
I, I told you about this. I got cut off on a joke on the ETG podcast. You did. No, we weren't going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah we, we don't have to talk about the joke, but I yeah. was fucking, I, I was heated about it for a minute. Um, and then like, I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, that kind of shit can't happen. Uh, like on a, on a show and like, this is a comedy show most of the time. Yeah. Well, uh, we, I mean, I, I mean, at its core, this show is about our relationship. Yeah. It just is. It is. Yeah. Um, but any, like, part of doing one of these shows is, like, you have your shtick and, like, Entertain the Geeky initially was supposed to be the, basically, comedy banter that happens when you go into a comic shop. Right. Uh, you have those nerdy conversations, oh, who right. wins Superman that's a, or Goku. That's a wonderful elevator pitch, by the way. Yeah. It well, really is. Well, that's, yeah. that's what it was. Uh, so... That was the inspiration for it, rather. So, in this show, like we, it's a satire relationships basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, dude, you can't cut somebody off mid joke. I'm like, it is a bit. It's a fucking bit. It's a joke. And like, you can't take something and try to make some bullshit statement for it. Well, and if you're bothered by the bit, fucking then talk about it on the show, right? Just, I mean, I don't know. It's just I well, don't... listen to the bit before one. Let it finish before right. you start making assumptions because you make a total dumb shit of yourself if you cut somebody off. Like, it, it you didn't hear the point. You totally missed the point. And if you miss the point and then start talking before the point's made, like, well, what what the fuck did you get? You got to talk? Okay. Right. That's stupid. Um, so, yeah, like, that's one of those things. I'm like, mm, sometimes it's best to shut the fuck up. And, like, I try, I try to be good about that on the shows. I try not to cut people off too much. I do it from time to time. But, like, we got to be careful about that. Doing a show where there's comedy involved. And, like you said, if you're making a joke, it's a joke, people. Yeah. It's not like he's saying we need to call society and go through and get rid of the first. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not one of those absolute fucking monsters that prior to something like COVID, when something like Ebola or avian flu were, you know, making their way across the world that was like, you know, you get those people who are like, what this world needs is a good plague. Well, we've got a good plague. And where are those people that said we needed a good plague? And why are they not celebrating this? Why are they not there on social media thanking their lucky stars that people are dying and that we're reducing the Earth's population? Well, the Earth's population basically naturally caps out at about 9 billion people. Well, I I mean, I don't... There's there's some uh, research that's been done on that. So, like... It'll it'll happen and things will plane off basically. Yeah. Like I'm just telling you that the same people are like, we need a good plague, or the same people are like, don't go outside, you'll die. I bought sixty cases of toilet paper. Yeah. You fucking douche. I saw a great meme that that mixed two different Monty Python movies. It took Life of Brian and uh, and uh, watch the one where the, the Holy Grail. Yeah. So and it's what's basi- the popular one? Yeah, it's Holy Grail. And basically, a night from Holy Grail is like, so what's the problem? Or you know, you know, basically, what's the what's the solution to you know not getting sick and all of the people in the uh in the in the mob from uh, life of brian are saying stay inside and social distance and then the knight says so what are we gonna do and they're like buy toilet paper (laughs) the uh the best meme that i saw i saw last night and the caption was simply well tomorrow fucking sucked Ah, that's brilliant. Uh, I'm I'm like laughing my ass off. Like I started laughing out loud about it, and Tara's like, "What's so funny?" And I said it, and she's like, "Why is that funny?" Ah, and that made it even more funny. Did you guys me. get divorced? No, not no. quite. My, uh, I, then, then strong I, words were exchanged. No. Okay, good. Because so, if if you didn't get divorced over that, I'm 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 questioning. I thought it was fucking hysterical. It's, it's, it's comedy. It is. It was gold, and yeah. I'm like the fact that somebody posted that. That person's a genius. Yeah. You're a fucking genius. If you made that meme, you're a genius. Have you watched Happy yet? 
I've watched uh, half of the first season. Okay. Because season two just came out on Netflix. Uh, I've not watched. I devoured that show. It, it was funny, but I'm, you know how I'm embarrassed, but I love it. You know how you say uh, Big Mouth is too crude? Yeah. Uh, Happy Ooh, is the same fucking no, thing. Oh no! It is the same no, goddamn thing. No, because because Happy does it with panache. Happy does it with flair. Happy does it with, with this, gore. This veneer of innocence because the character Happy, the imaginary friend, he's the one whose innocence is being mangled through the course of the show, right? So he's looking at everything through the delight of a child as an imaginary friend who has lost his child, but is now in her, and now is found the child's father, right? And it's it's depraved and it's ridiculous and it's over the top and it's violent, but it has a charm and a, a sweet naturedness to it that Big Mouth does not possess. I would argue the same thing for Big Mouth because Big you Mouth have, does not have any of hold that. On, charm. Hold on, hold on. So you have these kids that are going through puberty. This is the innocent part, okay? And then you have this hormone monster, the imaginary friend, if you will, that is the one that's always been and always will be mm -hmm. because he is the hormone monster. And he is the one who is warping these children and twisting them into a depraved. No, I get it. I, I, I see the correlation. I just it's, don't. They're just the not the same. same. It's no, the same. No, they're very different. You're just mad. Because you know what? Maybe if the kids, maybe if there were a bunch of knife fights and gunfights in Big Mouth, I would be interested. Maybe if there was someone sweet and endearing like Happy on that show, I would be interested. Maybe if the imaginary is. friend who? It's the, uh, no. it's the little girl that dates Andrew. No. Yes. She's awful. The They're one, all awful. The one that humps her... Uh, <laughs> her pillow? Her pillow. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. she's the sweet one. A lot of chicks do that. Yeah. She's the sweet age. one. And you're mad because you didn't recognize her. I, That's okay. I, I'm mad because they're two drastically different shows with drastically different plots. It's all... With drastically different tones. It's all ridiculously crude. It, they're for both the ridiculously sake, crude. For the sake of being ridiculously crude. Um, yes, but one is charming and one is disinteresting. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that of all people you dislike Big Mouth is so baffling to me and everybody that I've talked to. No, about it's it. true. Everyone that I know is baffled by the fact that I'm not entertained by that I show. Know. Yeah. Jason likes it and yeah. Jason and I were talking about it and I'm like, can you believe Mike doesn't like that? He's like, no, that show is Mike. <laughs> if you were going to make a cartoon, you're making a dick game. It's true. A dick game that's charming. <laughs> dick game. Uh, charming dicks. I was posting something on Facebook today, and this guy, Stephen Fortenberry, was like, hey, are those going to be cards in your new game? I'm like, they are now. <laughs> oh, does he know about the game? Yeah, a little bit. Very okay. little. Yeah, very right. little bit. That's funny. Yeah. Because the thing is, don't... I don't know. I, at this point in my in in my life involved in the gaming community, I am anti non-disclosure agreement. You know, your idea is not original, and I mean the royal you, not you. But your idea is not original, um, and you benefit more by people discussing your idea on social media than you do by keeping it secret. More information, even bad information, is better than no information at all. Do you think we've kept ours under lock and key too tight? Um, Because ours is completely unoriginal. No, it's totally unoriginal. Um, the only thing original about it is our spin. Yeah. 
Um, but that's true of really every game, anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you if you look at storytelling and you look at films and you look at plots of films that are remarkably similar, some of them resonate with you and others do not. And it's the spin and style of the cast, crew, director, whatever. Right. So I think that that's the distinction for our game is the spin that we're putting on it yeah. and the effort that we're putting into it in terms of trying to make it clean and marketable. And I know cleans a strange word to, to talk use about for this when you're yeah. talking about people's penises but you know there it, it it has to have a certain it has to have it right does this game have the it factor and, and some games have it and some games don't and and obviously you can't put your thumb on it but it feels right or it doesn't and you and i are working on something until it feels right for us well you know what's funny is seeing uh i didn't know what the final artwork would turn out like mm -hmm. and like once we started getting mock-ups of it mm -hmm. I, that is when it felt like it had the it yeah does that yeah. make sense yeah i mean if i can if i can see if i can see what i need to see are uh his the jeff's uh yep you did it i did it uh jeff's we need to see jeff's you know sort of final arts as far as uh, as far as you know the the contents of the game are concerned but you know we're certainly moving in the right direction i think no what we what and i don't think that when we start playtesting with people i don't think we should make them sign ndas i think we should let people talk about it and get it out there and if somebody else was going to do our idea which they've already tried um and failed you know we might fail too yeah but i think it is more valuable to the brand to get the hype out there than it is to keep the ip secret well i i yeah like you said it does have this very clean look about it because we stole that from that was, that was oh sure but we won't, idea. yeah we won't we won't be the first people who stole that idea right yeah. i mean there are plenty of other games out there that are doing it at at this point you know it's it's being copied because it's recognizable yeah. and successful. So I guess that leads to an appropriate word of wisdom. Mm. Oh, so your idea is probably not original. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's the flair that you put on it. Yeah, I think that's good wisdom. And, 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 Find your flair. Yeah, to be honest with you, I for a long time have had this crazy apocalyptic conspiracy idea that. God will destroy humanity once we've had our last original idea. Once we have no more creation to give back, that is when we will be destroyed. Ooh. So, uh, guys, go to theinfluencefoundation.org. You can listen to some of Mike's interviews uh, and stuff. So, like. if, I, if I may, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually just goinfo.org go info oh, yeah. is the sorry. website. My YouTube channel is The, the Influence Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. My YouTube channel would be my preferred way for you to get exposed for two reasons. One, um, it tempts you into subscription, which helps me out significantly if yeah. I'm going to monetize. But also, the format is better. My website's just not ready. It's gross. It's ugly. It's clunky. It's very, very raw. Um, my tutor is coming over this evening to help me work on some stuff. But uh, yeah, just go to the YouTube page. Go okay, to the Influence so Foundation on YouTube. There you go. Influence Foundation on YouTube. Um, you can go to our website if you want, Who Wears the Pants podcast. You can find links to the show there and links to social media there. If you have questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, you can email us, Who Wears the Pants podcast at gmail.com yeah. or. You can reach us through Facebook. Yeah. And if you like penises, in a couple months, we're going to have something special for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this fucking, this COVID thing has fucked that up a little bit, though. It has, but 
It's weird. COVID has given me as a worker a tremendous amount of analysis paralysis. Mm. There are so many things that I can't that I can work on that I can focus my time on. I find myself squandering time. It's been tough. Yeah. But, you know, the last several days I have been much better about it. Hyperproductive. Yeah, I'm trying. It's just it's it's hard for me. Well, you know how you have those days where you're, it's like your hyper productivity days and you're just like crazy the yep. amount of shit that you can get done and you're like, I can't believe I got all that done, but you did. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Yep. All right. No. So guys, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it.